Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Trying not to laugh. (laughs) Good evening. Good afternoon. Welcome to Empower, Enlighten, and Vision Your Life. I'm Sophia Elise, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hi. (sighs) We are very honored to be sponsored by Voice of the Angels. So, once again, we want to say a special thank you to Diane Garris for allowing us to bring this show out to all of you. Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches who are able to help with your love and relationship issues and concerns. Here you will get no fluff, no fairy tales, no new age mumbo jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. If your relationship can be helped, we will give our utmost to guide you to the desired outcome. We are both tested members of Voice of the Angels, and you can find us there for both phone and readings. Sarah is listed as Psychic Sarah, and I am listed as Psychic Sophia Elise, I think. Anyway, so I think it's Psychic Sophia Elise. Uh, so, um, tonight uh, we will challenge you to take a good look at your relationship. Are you happy in that relationship? Or do you feel at any moment you and the relationship are going to fall off the edge of a cliff because of how your romantic partner is treating you? Tonight we are discussing favorite topic, dysfunctional relationship. And let's be real here. There is no fun at all in a dysfunctional relationship. We are taking calls tonight for free psychic readings. And our call-in number is 714 Eight six eight zero seven seven five. So, well, take a good yes. We're okay. going. Let's go. Take a good look at your relationship. Be honest now. Are you happy? Are you happy only part of the time, or are you just flat out miserable? Are you being treated unfairly, unkindly, or unjustly? Do you see the relationship getting torn apart and see the two of you drifting further apart? Is there more drama in your relationship than there is on television? Do you find your self-esteem, self-respect, and dignity free-falling off a cliff? Do you find yourself frequently putting up with all the things you swore you never would tolerate from a romantic partner? Does the relationship you really want the one you see in your dreams, not even come close to the crappy one you actually have now. Well, congratulations. If so, you are in a dysfunctional relationship and you are not having any fun at all because there's no fun in dysfunctional relationships. When you're constantly and continually having to fight to keep your relationship alive, you're fighting a losing battle, and pretty much on a daily basis. When you are the only one making compromises, you are compromising your standards, your self-respect, and your dignity. When you keep trying to get your emotions from a person who is emotionally unavailable to you, the only emotions you will feel are negative ones. 
aren't relationships supposed to be fun? I mean, isn't that why people get in them? So you know, because they're so miserable being single that they think being in a relationship is going to be this big bundle of joy. Well, why do people put so much effort into keeping and maintaining relationships where all they feel is joyless? So, you know, it's one thing to call psychics to find out about your relationship, but you have to have an open mind. If you are going to get pissed off because your psychic reading shows there is no hope for you, then you may just choose to stay in denial. It really is in your best interest to wait until you are ready to get real about your dysfunctional relationship. Well, I mean, is it fun to spend hard-earned money or money you don't have to get psychic readings all the time because your relationship sucks so bad and is so dysfunctional? If your reading reveals things that you need to do to get your relationship back into the fun zone, but you're not willing to do them, then why are you calling? I mean... Is it fun to have your relationship stay stuck in the same rut of dysfunction or get worse while spending money on psychics who you won't listen to nor adhere to their advice? No. Psychic readings are not to help you find someone that you can pay that's basically going to, you know, enable you Tell you what you want to hear. I mean, then phone a friend. We all have a, a friend who's basically willing to just mimic us and say everything we want to hear. Why pay someone to do it? The simple fact that you are calling numerous psychics for numerous psychic readings is kind of an indicator your relationship is dysfunctional, isn't it? If your relationship had more fun in it than misery, you wouldn't have to keep calling, now would you? Yeah, you know, that's interesting, Sarah, because... People never call us when everything is going great, right? They don't. Mm-hmm. No, they no. don't. Nope. We don't hear from them. No, don't no, know wait till it's on. too late. Yep. Then, you know, we're, we're forgotten like yesterday's news. People call when they are frustrated with their relationship, when they know there's problems or they fear their romantic partner break up with them or has already done so and probably really know deep down inside that the relationship is dysfunctional, dysfunctional but they're just not quite ready to admit it just yet to themselves. Well, you may be thinking that your relationship just needs some time to fix itself, you know, to to get it back to where it was in the beginning, perhaps, when it was fun. Do you really think it will get there all by itself? Yeah. Yeah, by magic, apparently. Stop thinking that when X amount of time goes by, or you have a kid together, or they move in, or you get engaged, or you get married, that, like a miracle, joy, stability, and happiness are going to enter your relationship as the relationship fairy waves her magic wand over you both. It's not going to happen. It won't magically fix itself. There is no fun in dysfunctional relationships, and there never will be, unless you do something about it, or you get the hell out of it. So can you fix a dysfunctional relationship so that it becomes fun again? Well, yes, you can. And not all dysfunctional relationships need to stay broken. The first step is to recognize that your relationship is no longer working and that the methods you are using to make your relationship change for the better are not working either. Just like a crack addict, The first step towards wellness is admitting that you have a problem. Well, we're actually very surprised by the number of folks we speak with who believe, you know, they're in a normal relationship, when in actuality, their relationship is severely dysfunctional. It seems the more people get involved in dysfunctional relationships, the more dysfunctional the relationships then become. And then they wind up in these complete, you know, utter nightmares. If your relationship has gotten way out of control, there is like no boundaries, no respect for the relationship or one another, it's a dysfunctional relationship. If you can't have a simple discussion without it leading to an argument, you're in a dysfunctional relationship. If you can't be heard, no matter how many times you say the same thing over and over and over again, it's time to accept that you're in a dysfunctional relationship. If every little thing escalates to something big, 
your relationship is dysfunctional. And finally, if your relationship is making you miserable, even though it was great in the past, the fun has gone out of your relationship, and once again, it's dysfunctional. Once you have acknowledged that your relationship is no longer fun, you need to see what you can do to turn it around. Forget about waiting for him to have a light bulb moment or an epiphany of some sort. More than likely, this will not happen. As a matter of fact, we can probably guarantee that it won't. He likes the dysfunction because it keeps him in control and you insecure and unstable. This gives him all the power and you none of the power. You must also realize that some dysfunctional relationships cannot be saved. Period. The end. No amount of time, energy, effort, or tears will change the dynamics of some relationships, no matter how much or how badly you want to repair it. Yeah, it just seems like people just totally don't want to believe that. Not all right. relationships can be saved, and not all relationships will ever become good or loving or anything else. Okay, Slurpy girl. Hey, look, somebody has to have a protein <laughs> shake because she's going to pass out. <laughs> Go there. <laughs> a dysfunctional relationship cannot. We have a dysfunctional relationship. <laughs> anyway, go on. I'm there. functioning. Okay. I'm having a protein shake and I'm doing a show. See how functional I am? <laughs> We're having a dysfunctional relationship because you won't watch the Walking Dead, okay? Oh no, here we go. <laughs> anyway, a dysfunctional relationship cannot be changed based on how much you love or desire someone. I know everybody likes to believe that love conquers all or whatever, but it, it will take work, and not just yours alone, but the work that you both are willing to commit to and work on together. An intervention can be done on your dysfunctional relationship if you catch it early enough to bring it back into balance, but if too much damage has been done while you just sat around and hoped that the, you know, that the dysfunctional relationship fairy was going to just wave her magic wand and, and wait for everything to change, you might just have to chalk this up to experience and use that experience to make sure that your next relationship doesn't fall into the same dysfunctional patterns. Yeah, it seems that nowadays people are willing to allow more dysfunction in a relationship because what was once a deal breaker has now become tolerable or acceptable. It seems that more and more people are finding it easier to tolerate dysfunctional behavior and that tolerance seems to keep rising every year. And the result is that more and more people find themselves miserable and in dysfunctional relationships. And so now it seems that Dysfunctional relationships are also becoming the norm. Okay. Relationships can't be fun all the time. But what if they are stressful, abusive, boundaryless, and on and on and on? They won't be fun at all. And who wants that? I certainly don't. Hell no. Yeah. There is that saying that love conquers all, like Sarah said, but at what price? You may really love someone. But if you're miserable, unhappy, and sure as hell not having fun anymore, is the love you have for your partner enough for you, even though you are not having any fun? It shouldn't be. Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's a good point that you brought up. I mean, if you think about it, as we get older, we change who we are and all these other things, but... Nobody wants to let go. It's like of anything. I mean, even like the stuff we had from our past as a kid or whatever. It's the same thing with relationships. The things that don't work, the clothes that don't. I mean, how many women have right now in their closet a, a whole boatload of clothes don't fit? Are they going to fit you someday? No, but you hold on to them. They may have fit you in the past. You may have looked good in it in the past. It may have been comfortable in the past. But it has no use for you right now, and it won't in the future. Let it go, just like you have to do with some relationships. If they're no longer serving you and have gotten to the point of dysfunctional, stop looking at them as their past tense and look at how they are presently. That's the best way to realistically assess your relationship and figure out what, if anything, needs to be done with it. I mean, how many people are having affairs and are actually finding it fun of course, it can be fun in the beginning, as there is a certain element of excitement as you sneak around, have secret flirtations, long lunches, and higher-than-usual lingerie bills. Woohoo! 
Yeah, you would be. I mean, this is all, you know, part of the fun of having an affair, that you're participating in something, you know, is supposed to be forbidden, you know, doing something that, you know, you swore you'd never do, and you have to worry about being caught. And even though your initial intent may have only been to have fun, it progresses to the point that you hope that one day they would leave their relationship for you. Now you're invested, and now you're invested in a what? Dysfunctional relationship. Thank you very much. It's, it's commercial break time. It's commercial break time, so we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Everyone is looking for answers, whether it's love, career, or any area of life. Our live online psychics have been rigorously tested for accuracy, so your important questions get answers that truly help you move forward. Are you new to voiceoftheangels.com? Get your first three-minute reading for free. And we have free angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best. Visit us now at voiceoftheangels.com. I start my day with an amazing and helpful tool, the daily channeled message. It used to just make a difference in my day. Now we can make a difference together. Your $8 a month subscription goes into an angel fund and we get to pay it forward for others in our Voice of the Angels community who could use a bit of help during the year. Coffee and the daily channeled message by Diane Garris. A great way to start the day. Visit dailychanneledmessage.com and subscribe today. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. Hello. So tonight we're talking about dysfunctional relationships. And, and just before we took that short short break, Sarah was talking about how if you're involved in an affair, um, that can actually become quite dysfunctional as, as time goes on in the relationship. So considering the affair scenario, after years have passed, you know, and you're still carrying on an affair and you are still no further along in the relationship with them because they have done absolutely nothing to indicate they have taken the initiative to leave their spouse. Is it still fun? Doubtful. Or perhaps they want you to leave your relationship for them, even though you have no intention of doing so. Perhaps people were just looking for a little fun to relieve the boring dysfunction of their marriage. If they continue to pressure you, could perhaps even make threats to reveal the affair because they want to be with you. We can pretty much guarantee that that will not be fun either. Hell no. Oh, hell no. And no. Why is it that when people get involved in an affair, they always have that like, oh, but you know, they're going to leave at some point. It just, it's this whole passage of time thing that they think, you know, oh, it's just a matter of time before the relationship gets better or they leave someone for me or blah, 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 or, or the status changes or whatever. I, I really – I think that's a dysfunctional way of thinking, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is. Well, I mean, how many friends with benefits – and booty call relationships are fun for both parties. Sure, he may be having a ton of fun, but if you got into this hoping for more and are getting nothing but casual sex, how long before the fun is overtaken by frustration and anger? It might have been fun in the beginning because you may have enjoyed the, you know, the challenge of trying to, you know, conquer him with your love and win him over and again have that idea in your head that it'll only be a matter of time before he wants you as a girlfriend. But that joy will be short, you know, like really short-lived once you realize he can't be one. He wants to see you and spend all this wonderful time together having sex. But between the sex there is this big huge void. There's nothing. No communicating, no texting, nothing. Because you have nothing but sex. How is that fun? It can actually be quite devastating once you finally realize that this really is just a booty call relationship. Oh, hell yeah. So when you are doing most of the heavy lifting to keep a relationship going and your partner is doing nothing, is it really worth it? Most people work towards a goal. Yet, if that goal is never achieved, despite how much work they put into it, eventually the joy goes out and it becomes simply a chore or a burden. Working on a dysfunctional relationship all by yourself 
with zero input from your romantic partner is just like working two full-time jobs and getting no paycheck for either at the end of the week. At least with a second full-time job, you can get a paycheck and buy yourself some fun by taking a vacation with your friends and get away from the guy or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I would do. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) If you have a relationship where the person breaks up with you for no good reason, only to pop back into your life again as if nothing happened, please don't tell me that the joy that you have upon their return can make up for the pain you feel when they pull the rug out from under you and leave you. Add to that the constant fear that you have of them doing it again And the pain and fear greatly outweigh any joy in this scenario. You may have them again for a period of time, but they will probably break up with you again. It's like riding a roller coaster. When he comes, you know, when he comes back, you're up and things can be fun for a little while. But when he's gone, you plunge down, down, down into the depths of despair again. This can't be fun, no matter how good the up part is, because without the fail, you know, plunge happens again. Yes, it will. And how much joy do you feel when you have to check his emails and phone constantly to see if the one you love is cheating on you? When you are doing your drive-bys to check and see if he or she really are where they say they are and not out with a member of the opposite sex, exactly how much fun is that it's fun to sit outside is it fun to sit outside his house parked at the end of the street with your binoculars wondering who owns the white girly car in his driveway do you have that much spare time to spend spying on him when he's not with you is this demoralizing yes is it shameful yes Yes. is it beneath you yes is it fun no oh no 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 so why put up with it Why do people feel like the harder they try or the longer they hang in there that the relationship will work out and that like kind of like the the greater the reward and the more joy later on? What about now? What is it that makes people believe that the proof of love is like how much BS you'll tolerate or how much you'll forgive or how long you'll hang in there? They say that what does not kill you makes you stronger. However, the behavior and words in a relationship that kills your soul makes you weaker. You need to be happy and have fun today. If your relationship has caused you to be miserable for the last day, week, month, or year, how can you look at your future realistically with hope Instead of seeing the same thing in your future, that's happened in the past. Since when is having no hope or false hope fun? Well, it just isn't, right? It's just not. So, now we are going to tell you how anyone can bring change to a dysfunctional relationship and bring the fun back into it. All right? We're going to give you some tips and pointers on how to turn this around. Okay, so first of all, stop fighting. When you know how to push each other's buttons because you have lots of practice fighting with each other, you're not going to get anywhere at all, ever. Replace fighting with peaceful discussion and conversation. If you have tried being calm and rational, but the one you love prefers to make things escalate and likes to fight dirty, remove yourself from the conversation and do not engage with them until they're more calm and willing to have an actual conversation. Do not sink to their levels. And when they get like that, please remember that no amount of reasoning will work at times like this. And you're better off talking to a shoe. Get counseling if they're willing to help better the communication between the two of you. Yeah, people seem to be afraid to give the other one, you know, space, especially when Yeah, I know. Because, you know, but that's all, you know, fear again. Oh, but it might get worse or, oh, they might leave me. It's like, mm, no, doubtful, doubtful. Another good tip would be to stop letting resentments and hurt build and destroy the relationship that you claim to value so much. You both have to agree that if this relationship is to move forward and grow, 
You both have to forgive the past so you can have a chance at a decent future. Until the two of you are willing to let go of the past, it's going to haunt your relationship forever. If you hold on to past hurt, you won't get present or future fun. And, and, and don't keep bringing up the past either. Dredging up past grievances over and over and over are, are really going to lead to, like, nowhere. Nowhere at all. Mm-hmm. The third thing you can do is to stop waiting for change to happen. Take control and begin to create change in your relationship yourself. Stop feeling like your relationship is dependent on what the one you love says, does, feels, and thinks. Take control of what you can do, which is how you act, think, and feel. You are not a remote control robot being controlled by your boyfriend who just happens to be king of the remote controls. Be responsible for your part and change what you can first. Being empowered is a hell of a lot more fun than being someone else's puppet. No kidding. Stop stooping to lower behaviors and debasing yourself to save the relationship. Anything that you are doing or saying that is beneath you lowers your standards, compromises your integrity, and makes you feel used or like a doormat has to stop at once. You cannot expect your romantic partner to treat you well if you do not stand up for yourself or just basically willing, you know, to allow others to mistreat you. Being ashamed of yourself is never fun. And I'll tell you what, people with high self-esteem are usually not in dysfunctional relationships. And and you know what? They may get into one, but they get the hell out. Right. They get the hell out. So what you also have to understand is what there's like a cycle that goes with these dysfunctional relationships where, you know, the relationship starts to get dysfunctional. You start compromising your integrity, your dignity, your self-respect, and all of that goes down. And then you're willing to then put up with more dysfunction. And then all those things go down even more. And then it gets more dysfunctional. And you're willing to put up with it because, again, each and every time the cycle repeats itself – you just get, you know, worse and worse and worse and are willing to tolerate more and more and more. And at the, you know, at the tail end of the relationship, you won't even recognize yourself anymore because you won't be the woman who first entered into it or man. Right. So the next one is stop holding on if you know it will never change and you will know that it will never change. Let go and find the right relationship that you want and deserve. If a relationship is so dysfunctional, has never been healthy or brought you joy, and you have given it plenty of time and a lot of your energy, it's just time to pack it in. Not every relationship is salvageable. Don't wait for it to get even worse than it is. Cut the cord. Letting go of relationships with no future is a step towards your future happiness. Not letting go is a great way to remain miserable. Mm-hmm. Take a long, hard look at your relationship. Have you been suffering in a no-fun zone of a relationship because you're waiting for it to move forward? Do you think if your relationship goes to the next level, you will finally be happy? Look at your relationship honestly. Is it moving forward or has it actually moved backwards? You cannot stay in a relationship that is joyless just to wait and see if it will magically change down the road. The road itself is what is predicting your path. If your road is getting rockier and rockier, you need to do something to get you on the right path. Or you're going to stay on this collision course indefinitely. Kaboom. No kidding. Yeah. So, there are also those out there who believe they must endure a dysfunctional relationship because someone is their soulmate or twin flame. Huh. Sure, you go. may very well be in a soulmate relationship, and of course, there will probably be obstacles that must be dealt with, addressed, and resolved as part of that soulmate relationship. But if you constantly sacrifice your own personal happiness by staying in a dysfunctional relationship because they are your soulmate or your twin flame or whatever, do you really think that that's what the universe has in store for you? 
do you really think God, the divine, the people upstairs, whatever, want you to be unhappy, miserable, fearful, and feeling unloved all the time? Really? No, absolutely not. What do you say, Sarah? Well, the thing I think is the most interesting is that everybody has heard the term dysfunctional relationship. Yet most of the people that I know or have spoken to or clients or whatever that are in dysfunctional relationships have absolutely no idea that they're in one. I don't know where the disconnect is. But it seems like you know, like everybody knows what a dysfunctional relationship is, but they don't recognize it within their own relationship. They just seem to think that, you know, because of what they've seen on TV or in books, you know, that there's this that that as a couple you've got to always conquer and endure, you've got to suffer and you've got to hang in there, and like there's the big prize at the end, and that may happen in some relationships but most certainly it's not going to happen in all some relationships that you get i mean let's let's accept reality here some relationships that you get into are wrong for you and are supposed to end so why is everybody hanging on to all of them how come nobody realizes them that is in the wrong relationship and needs to let go i don't know i, I don't, don't know, know either there is just some like weird disconnect where, you know, they think it, it just takes hanging in there. And no, what you're really doing is basically hanging yourself and, yeah, destroy, yeah. <laughs> and, de- and destroying your chance of happiness, you know, at, at a loving relationship. And the thing that I think is so funny in an ironic way is at the beginning of a relationship when things are great, I can understand not wanting to lose that relationship. But when it's, you know, you can barely remember you know, the, when it was good and blah, blah, blah. What are you hanging in there for? Is it going to be because of that, like, air quote, you know, because I love them? Do you even like them anymore? But I love him. Oh, but a lot of them will sit there and tell you, like, you know, oh, my God, I hate him. He does this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, so you're going to sit here and actually tell me you love this person? Everything you just said, basically, is that they make you miserable. They make you unhappy. They do all these terrible things to you. How is it possible that you could love somebody so unlovable? How is that? If you could love somebody that unlovable, then holy cow, there's got to be eight bazillion other people on earth that you could love because they actually want to give you love rather than abuse. Absolutely. And on that note, we are going to take a break, and we will come back and start taking some callers. Yes, we do see you all out there waiting. We're going to come back and start taking some calls. We will be right back. Voice of the Angels is always giving you more. Every reader in our psychic network has been rigorously tested for genuine psychic ability and accuracy and then approved. In Diane's Spiritual Toolbox, you'll find services, products, and tools all designed to work together to help you integrate healing and live more dimensionally and well-rounded. You'll find books from intuitive cooking and money and manifesting, CDs, and lots of free helpful information daily channeled message can come to your inbox every Monday through Thursday. There are free angel card readings online and free weekly astrology forecasts by Joyce Muse. You'll also find award-winning music by Diane Garris, including the music under this message coming out soon on her new CD, Mystics 9. Don't mull over your life. Call the Psychic Network today for affordable, accurate, and amazing advice at voiceoftheangels.com. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. Yeah, hello. That was a quick show. So Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches, and we primarily help with love and relationship issues and concerns. And if you have a dysfunctional relationship and need some guidance, we can definitely help you with that. Here, there is no fluff or fairy tales, no mumbo-jumbo, just accurate psychic readings, with realistic advice, we are on voiceoftheangels.com. You can find us there for both chat and phone readings. If you're a new caller to voiceoftheangels.com, your first three minutes is free. And if you are a seasoned caller of voiceoftheangels.com, Diane Garris is always very generous with sending out three free minutes towards your, your call every month or so. I think she does that. Tonight we've been talking about dysfunctional relationships. And uh, before we start taking calls, we want to throw something else out at you guys. We do have an app 
that that app that is on iPhone and iPad and uh, Google Play, whatever. It's called Love Psychics, and you can look at that if you want. Um, we also have a couple of Facebook pages, our fan pages, where we post inspirational messages, and one of those is – you've changed them, dude. I don't know what they are. <laughs> yes, I have. Hold on. One of them is Soulmates and Twin Flames, all pushed together, all one word, which is awesome. And let me look for the other one. Do, 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 do. Love Psychic Readings by Sarah and Sophia, all mushed together again. And we have contests on there, and all the podcasts are up there. You can get our app up there. And if you get the app, you can actually, like, you know, if you're working out or whatever, you can download all of the previous podcasts, listen to them, things like that, and reach us. Absolutely. All right. So we are going to take our first call, our area code 973. We are going to try to bring you in right now. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Sophia and Sarah. How are you? What's your name? Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Also Sarah. Hi. Cool. Hi. How can we help you? So, um, well, I think I have all my own answers. You guys laid it out really well. <laughs> but, uh, okay. But um, I just decided to stay anyway on the on the queue. Um, I've I'm basically trying to get over someone, and I'm really having a challenge letting go. Um, I was involved with someone for close to two years, uh, who's a fellow musician like myself, and um, kind of got involved hoping they'd want to make me their girlfriend, and they never did. They actually got involved with someone else. And um, I, you know, continued to keep it going with them, even though it, you know, started no longer to be fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I compromised my dignity. And um, I even left the country for a few months. And, wow. Uh, yeah, for four months. I My living situation changed. I lost my apartment. I mean, it was like a really big impact on me. And um, I came back. We hooked up again, and there was all this hope. And then he basically, like, cut it off again. And I... I have to see him because we're both uh, kind of in the same musical circles, mm-hmm. and it it really it's it's hard because I want to have all this hope or I've had all this hope and invested a lot emotionally and otherwise, and it's very challenging for me to let go of this idea that I could ever have like a healthy, you know what what I had what I had envisioned in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm quite sure I'll see this person again, but they they really have an impact on my, you know, on my emotions, and um, I'm just not sure how to, like, get, I'm ha- having trouble getting getting myself back or get just sort of, I don't know. Can we have their first me. name or, or, like, their initial, if you're comfortable? Uh, I can tell. Oh God, I, I don't know when I know is on this call. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, first initial is M. Okay. M. Okay. Just look real quick. I can tell you the name, but I'm just terrified. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, it's just like you know what you're comfortable call. with. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I gotta be honest with anyway. you. I gotta be honest yeah. with you. From what this looks like to me that this person would be incapable of giving you the relationship that you have in your head. Do you do you see what I'm trying to say? It's like the 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 thought of like what it would be like to have a relationship with him, to be with him in a relationship blah blah blah. It really looks like that could never happen because he's not capable of it of doing that with you. Do you see what I mean? So the best you can get from him he's is not, pretty much what not, you've already had. Really? So yeah, he's not capable yeah, period with anyone or, or just with me? 
this is well, where I, I feel like I he's think... not really capable with anyone based on what I'm seeing. And I feel that it's it's like similar to what Sarah said, the fantasy of the relationship that's there is is greater than the one that would be the real one. Does that make sense? You never live up to the expectation yeah. in her yeah. head. And it's not like I'm saying, I'm pleased, because, do not you think that I'm funny, saying you have I, an unrealistic expectation. It's just he can't have what I would I, consider a normal relationship. Yeah. I actually spoke to the person he's involved with, and she said the same thing to me, but yet she posts all these beautiful posts on Facebook. She basically like has an ad cam- campaign for the relationship, and you would think they were having the most fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, time of their lives. Mm-hmm. It's all propaganda, and it's what she puts out there to tell herself that she's not a moron for staying in this. That, that's pretty much what that is. It's all an illusion. He's he's not capable. Is this of your being psychic assessment, or is this is this your psychic assessment, or is this like just harder and wisdom you're giving me? Because we're here to give and psychic I, and I respect that's, psychic that's ability. I really do. I just I just want to know. That's what we're doing. We're giving psychic readings. Yeah, we don't give wisdom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he. So you're saying. So she. So she. <laughs> that's hilarious. So that's what she's doing to make herself. She's feel trying better to make the relationship this. look better. She's trying to make the relationship look better to her world, whatever on Facebook. To herself. Yeah. I keep getting that it's into herself because she knows. She knows better. She's not willing to admit that it's dysfunctional either. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So what, do I, what in the heck do I do? Okay, I got it. What in the heck do I do? How do I free myself of this? How do I empower myself out of this? Because, like, I got life to live. I got a career. I got, you know, I, I, I've been... I've been uh, stagnant on this thing for so long and I've made great strides recently but you know it's this thing every time I see him I it plummets me back because I get this delusional hope um and I just you know I've been praying to break <laughs> break myself free of it I thought of law of attraction I could create it the way I want and this is all because of my fear-based beliefs I've told myself everything I've just I think I've just confused the hell out of myself I'm ready to. I'm ready to. The first, the first thing is you. Ha- the first thing you have to do, really, my advice to you is once again. I mean, with everything that comes up in your reading, is what you thought you could have is impossible. He's not capable of it. He's never going to give it to you. Those are the two things I would constantly remind myself of. I wouldn't. You're more attached to things you thought you could have, things you thought he could give. You're in love with a fantasy. You're in love with a fantasy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. And once you accept it, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's not just like you can go, okay, well, that was a fantasy, poof, and now all of a sudden you feel better. But you have to start bringing more of the reality in and letting go of the fantasy. Looking at him more realistically in terms of how he's acted towards you and what he's done and how he has made you feel, that should be kind of like the the ammo that you need to kind of like move up and empower yourself away from that situation. You've got to bring reality into it and let go of the fantasy. It's going to, it's going to be a process. It's not going to be something you can, you know, let go of overnight. Yeah, you have it's to very realistically painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very painful. I had a friend give me a two-by-four conversation last night, and I was, I thought she was, you know, I was mad at her, but I think she was... It hurt really because she was hitting on the on the truth of the matter, and and that's the thing. So. You know, once you start accepting that, you know, what I'm saying, and really, you know, see things for what they are, you kind of break down the illusion of what you thought he was, what you thought he was capable of, and what that you thought. Notice how every word is thought, thought, thought. It's not what he could really do. It's like I said, it's not, it's not real. No I honestly what, get every, not, but, every no matter what he said. Yeah. I don't care what he said. He can say he's a kangaroo. Who cares? Who believes mm-hmm. words anymore? If, if if actions don't back them up, what the hell do words mean? Nothing. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, we hope we were able to help, but we need to, to break because we have other callers yes. that are waiting okay. as well, and we need to take a short break. Okay. So, 
Thank Hope you so much. You. I appreciate it, both you ladies. You're you guys welcome, hon. For okay. waking up a lot of people. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Life doesn't come with an instruction book. If you want answers that help, visit voiceoftheangels.com. All of our live online psychics have been tested for ability and accuracy. New to our psychic network? Get your first three-minute reading for free. We also have angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best today with the psychic readers at voiceoftheangels.com. I start my day with an amazing and helpful tool, the Daily Channeled Message. It used to just make a difference in my day. Now we can make a difference together. Your $8 a month subscription goes into an angel fund and we get to pay it forward for others in our Voice of the Angels community who could use a bit of help during the year. Coffee and the Daily Channeled Message by Diane Garris. A great way to start the day. Visit dailychanneledmessage.com and subscribe today. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. And this is Sophia and Sarah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Okay. So we see you callers are waiting. We're going to try and knock you out as, as quickly as we can. So we are going to have to limit you to one question. Okay. Um, so uh, area code... Uh, Okay, uh, let me see. Eight four five. We're going to bring you in now. Okay. So, um, so, let me just put this out there. Sarah and I. There is no fluff or fairy tales here. We will give you the truth and the reality of your situation. So please be prepared for that. All right. So here we go. Area code eight four five. Hello. This is Sophia. Hello. Who is this? This is John. 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 Hi, John. Hi, John. How are you? Okay. I was wondering how... if you could tell me how uh, with me and my soulmate, Wallene, is, is going to be going. What, 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 is, what is the person's name you're asking about? Wallene. O-R-L-E-E-N. Orlean. Okay, how long have you been seeing each other, John? About two years. Okay. It's a long-distance relationship. Okay, let's have a look here. All right, so what I'm getting with this is, I mean, I actually have a, a really beautiful reading here for you between the two of you, Okay. Uh, uh-huh. And what I want to say is, you know, as time kind of like goes on here, the relationship between the two of you is going to get deeper, okay? And it's like as we kind of move into the fall, there's this sense that, you know, there's a deeper connection between the two of you and the relationship will be deepening. But in terms of like signifying a commitment between you guys, that's going to be more around the end of December, early January time, okay? And then I feel like you're trying to make decisions and decide about living and what you're both going to do. So from from this perspective, I feel that this is a relationship that is going to work out. I'm not seeing a break or a breakup or, or anything like that. It's just something that needs some more time so that the two of you can figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, you see, actually... We both are aware that we'll never be able to hold each other on Earth. And we have to wait until we both cross over. And that's what we're counting on. You're you're waiting until you cross over? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, all right then. So I can't really talk about crossing over because that's not something that we talk about on the air, okay? Uh Uh-huh. So we're going to have to hang up now. Thank you for calling. Who do you want to take now? Okay, I am going to bring in area code 510. All right, so area code 510, we're bringing you in my call. Hi. What's your name, um, I am like one of these people who have had the dysfunctional relationships, and, you know, I'm I'm out of that now. I'm out of it, but I fear that I might get pulled into it again because I am lonely, 
and um, I'm waiting for the right person. Not necessarily. I mean, I do want my happily ever after, but my life partner. But I'm waiting for a healthy relationship to come my way. And there's two men on the periphery of my life. One is Kashmir, and the other one is Phil. And I just would like to know: Am I going to connect with either one of them? What's your name? Oh, this is Megan. <laughs> okay. okay like, you know, that would help. That would help with this. All right. Well, you know, my birth name is Margaret, but I go by Megan. That's fine. That's cool. We go by what you're called. That's excellent. the same thing with the cashmere person but i just don't feel like that one yeah i'm not feeling very positive about that actually yeah i'm, I'm feeling either. that there's some issues there that probably have not fully presented themselves okay okay so, i have that yeah. thing too okay yeah so the i also think that there's some sort of like pullback from the past so i don't know if he's completely finished with a relationship or if there's some residual feelings regarding a relationship but i feel like it's still anchored to his leg and that's that's going to be a problem. So I'm not really getting the, the the good vibe here with yeah, and the way that you're all reading. I I, I really wouldn't go with cashmere. I wouldn't put my okay. eggs all in that basket. Yeah, don't put your eggs all in that basket. Although it's a nice name, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, it is a nice name if you're a cat. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice name and a nice guy. What about Phil? Phil Jackson. We have the same last name. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I know. I'm just being silly. Same last name. <laughs> All right. So, you know, the thing with Phil, you want to go first? You want me to go, dude? Go ahead. I did, I did cashmere. Yeah. So the thing with Phil is there's, there's actually a, a strong foundation here with him. Okay. Now, my question is, is there someone else in his life right now? I feel like there is um, that he's dating, that he is dating. He and I connected, but we haven't connected since then. But I still feel energy surrounding him, and yeah. I, I've had a dream about him. And so I'm just wondering, you know, and I actually called you guys about him, and you gave me positive feedback, but there's been no contact between the two of us. Okay. Since, you know, for a couple of weeks. Okay. So, and there still may not be contact for a couple more weeks, based on what I'm seeing. It could be as long as four weeks, okay? But mm -hmm. what I have with this is is that there's, there is something here that develops. It's just going to be one of those things that takes a little bit more time, you know? Because, I mean, I feel, I feel like there's an attraction. I feel like he's a good guy. I, I feel like there's an interest. And this person that he's seeing now, I, I, I don't feel like that's something that, that goes long-term. What are you seeing, Sarah? I, I don't feel it goes long-term either. But I really feel like at least this one is looking for the same things that she is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And is more ready, available emotionally, blah, 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 to kind of get that into, you know, kind of swing into action. I mean, a lot of people can say, oh, I'm ready for a relationship. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, you know, the guys that you're trying right. to date. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they are. I just feel like he's got some more things to kind of work through, but at least he's more towards the tail end, quote, unquote, working on himself. You right. Know and it looks like when he comes out at the end of the tunnel, you're saying he really is ready. It looks like there's a nice chemistry here. You know what I'm saying? The whole nine yards. And I, and I really feel like you can build on something, you know what I'm saying, and, and get what you want in the end. So, so I is it going to just be, you know, just be patient. He'll show up eventually. Do I need to call him? Is he going to contact do me? I mean, I don't know him. what to do because I'm afraid of doing the wrong thing. Right. I wouldn't contact him because you can't. It's it's not like you can go. Oh, okay, I know. You know, in two Thursdays from now, he'll be ready to have worked out the class, and that's the perfect time to call. So it's like you know what? He'll contact you when he's come out of that little tunnel. You know what I'm saying? So you let it be on him because, like I said, you can't predict. You know, Tuesday at five o'clock, he's going to have his crap together, and I should give him a buzz. No. So leave that up to him because that's your indicator. That he's ready, and right. that's also your indicator of like, hey, he's made a, you know, he's made a move. He's ready to go, and just kind of in this one, I honestly would follow his lead. Okay, right. I won't. I don't have okay. to have fear, fear, because that's my biggest no. thing. Sometimes I feel like because I've waited for so long for the right person, and I, I've dated, and I, there's just nobody's fit fits, 
And so I kept trying to just pull the right person in, and then my fear was just, you know, if I get this, finally get somebody, I don't want to screw it up by being, you know, like nervous or acting too soon or anything like that. That makes sense. You just keep yourself open. You know, do whatever you got to do. So if there's somebody nice that you want to date, like, go ahead. You don't have to, like, block yourself off, you know, and wait around for, you know, Phil to get his head together. You can still, you know, be open. But I wouldn't shut him. I wouldn't shut him off. Right. And always okay. remember, you, you can't fit the square peg in the round hole, no matter how hard yeah. you try. Got to look right. the Thank right you head. so much. Okay. You're right, so honey. welcome, Megan. Bye. We're going to take Bye. one more caller. We're going to try and bring in area code 203. We see that you've been waiting forever, so we're going to try you. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi. How are you? What's your name? I'm doing okay. Uh, Rosita. Hi, Rosita. We're going to try and get this in, hon, so let's have it. Okay. I have a quick question. I had been dating um, Frank for over a year, and then back, back in March we decided to just kind of, you know, tone the relationship down to more of just a very close friendship. Um, but I just, he still calls me all the time. I don't know. I am, He's still in my life in some ways, and I enjoy, you know, talking to him and all that and occasionally seeing him. I just don't know where he's going. From what I'm getting with him... Yeah, basically the way this is lying out, okay, we, was part of the reason why, you know, there was any friction and why you decided to take it back to being, you know, friends is because he really couldn't either fit into the relationship that you wanted or, like, it was stuck and it wasn't moving forward. Because I get that instead of taking the next, you know, step and going to, like, another level, he wanted to pull it back. He didn't want to lose you from his life. So that's why well, that's he has it. kept that's this exactly up. exactly it. That's exactly it. And there's an ex-wife in the picture, too. Mm-hmm. And what, what I get, okay, is that, you know, honestly, he really doesn't want to lose you from his life. I don't get that he's using you, okay? No. But I get no, but I get you. that it, it's like almost as if he's put you on hold in a yep. way. Yep. Okay, and the, th- <sighs> the, the thing I don't like about this is I really do get him. I'm not getting any, like, holy crap, I have to make a decision by Friday or I need to wrap this up by the end of the summer or da-da-da-da. I'm getting no timing with him do you see what i'm saying like he has no plan of what to do so he's planning if anything to keep it as status quo so what i would do if i were you is i would not i don't recommend in this particular case because i get that it would kind of blow up a bit and it wouldn't be good for you to tell him like you know screw you i'm not even going to be your friend anymore and just like block him out of your life completely what i get with this one is when he calls you and he wants to get together even though it's hard and maybe you have nothing else to do, but you know what? Sometimes you're going to have to say no. And be a little vague. No, I'm sorry. i got other plans. It could be plans sitting around watching TV. You know what I'm saying? But be a little vague. Things like that. And I do feel like that can kind of help speed it up a bit. But the thing that bothers me about this is I'm honestly not getting him as looking at any time for a resolution. Right. And what I'm getting is that without you taking the course of action that Sarah recommends, Okay, it could take uh-huh. until like January, February until he kind of figures it out. That's a long time to wait for him to get the old romance thing going again, right? So take control of this a little bit. Change the way that you, I'm putting this in air quotes, play the game with him because it is kind of a game no matter what we say it, it is. And we're not game players, but you've got to change your dynamic with him a little bit and Make him a little bit confused about what you're doing and where you're doing it and who you're doing it with, okay? Because he doesn't want to lose you. And there really is. I've got love here as as a foundation for this. So, I mean, it's like he just wasn't ready to go further. Yeah, I get that he genuinely does care about her. Yeah, yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. He does. Rosetta, he really does. So, (laughs) Say what? I said there's an ex-wife in the picture, but they've been codependent on each other for years and years and years. Yeah, but see, I'll be honest with you, though. With that, I'm not getting that kind of excitement, chemistry, romantic love, and blah, blah, blah. I just really feel like he redefined your relationship to make it as easy as you know on him as possible and but he still feels he's in a relationship with you in a weird way i do get that he does still feel like you're his you know what i'm saying and i i really honestly don't get that he thinks that you know you're going to go anywhere as long as you have this air quote friendship going on that's why i would make him feel that the friendship is not as important to you and that you are willing to, you know, go out with people, do other things. And the other thing I would suggest to you is don't initiate anything with him. Yeah, no phone calls, him. no nothing. 
Mm-mm. Nothing. All right, Rosetta. We are out of time, but we hope that that was that helped you. Okay. Definitely. Thank you so much. Really All right, you are so welcome. welcome. Bye bye. Right. So yeah. that is a wrap for us. Um, we are out of time tonight. We will be back next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. The regular Voice of the Angels show is coming on right after us. Lauren is hosting that show, and their call-in number is 347-677-0831. Okay, so Voice of the Angels coming on right after this in about 20 seconds. Other than that, we will be back next week, and right now we'll say good night. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.